Good morning, or good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is you're listening. Hello. Welcome to A Light in the Darkness. We just titled this jump this morning, or I guess I should say, my wonderful wife titled it this morning, and I was like, yeah, that sounds dope. Um, <clears throat> so, I read this morning the... The verse of the day is in 2 Timothy, I believe it's chapter 1, verse 7. And after that, I decided to go ahead and read the whole chapter. And it spoke volumes to me and also to Danielle. So I was like, yeah, you know what? We can definitely talk about that today. We can, um, yeah, do this. And so here we are. I'm going to go ahead and open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for an awesome uh, recording. I thank you that we are being used by you, Father God. I pray that you increase in us as we decrease. Father, use us as your mouthpiece, and I pray that you help us, being open and honest, allow somebody else to grow in you. It's in the strong, mighty, and powerful name of Jesus that I do pray. Amen. Amen. So, for all of you, like me, who are not magical bible scholars i will read the verse out to you i like to use the amplified version but the verse of the day it says um for god did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline abilities that result in a calm well-balanced mind and self-control so then yeah mm-hmm how does this speak to you? Well, I'm looking right now at a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control and I'm blown away. I know that we talked earlier, but seeing the words, I'm just like, wow, you know, what does that look like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. A well-balanced mind and self-control. But, um, for me, this has been a scripture that my mom has had to read to me forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to equate it to like, I'm not afraid of the dark. Yeah, yeah, straight <laughs> up. I agree. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the dark. Um, I'm not afraid to speak at school, although I hate it being called like in, in the classroom to read to read to say anything to answer even if i knew the answer like i just don't call on me i'm not raising my hand ever um and so now that i am trying to get back into doing youtube and posting on instagram and just i don't know that becomes very like making myself very vulnerable and feeling I don't know what I feel. I just mm-hmm. I yeah, just don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah, I, I understand because I'm out here like, you know, we recorded a few of these and haven't shared any of them. <laughs> With nobody. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to put my business out there. I don't want y'all in my business. But um, yeah, like you said, it's the obedience and what you know that you're supposed to be doing. And ultimately, like our lives are not just for us. Our lives are an extension of Christ and and his work. And so in order to get the work done, we have to be willing to push past our fears. Uh, Now, for me personally, that um, the abilities that result in a calm and well-balanced mind and self-control, aka the personal discipline. So 
I don't know how long it's been. I, I, I stopped working in April and we moved up here to um to glorify God. I'll put it that way. And um <laughs> to prove that we can be servants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be true servants and man, it has been so tough and I have struggled well first off Danielle is uh with child and so she's four months pregnant and I struggled with okay well I don't have a job, so I'm not saving money. And this child, they say children are expensive, mm-hmm. is what they say. And I, I walked through Bye Bye Baby and did the little registry job, and I saw that a box of Pampers is not cheap. The lotion is not cheap, and you need a lot of those things. And I'm like, huh, yeah, maybe I should just go and, and work at like a 7-Eleven and just like do something and keep busy. But what I, I um, what I go back to is the fact that we are serving, we're serving my, <clears throat> my parents and, and helping with my nieces. Like we're, we're, my parents are extremely busy. They, they both have full-time jobs. They also run a business and they, uh, my dad is a youth pastor. My mom serves next to him and she does prayer and, and they do all, like they do a lot. They're busy, but they're also raising my nieces um, nine and seven. And so it's uh, it, it, it's a lot to say to them, hey, we're going to come help you out. And by doing so, we're going to clean the house. We're going to make sure that dinner's ready. Like you don't have to worry about anything in these Carpool. four walls. Carp- yeah, like pick up the girls Make sure they're all taken. You don't need to worry about anything. Like we're trying to, to serve you while you're serving, just mm-hmm. to make your life a little bit easier. And if I go and get a job that makes me work, um, I got just work okay. all hours of the day, then it, it it's not as effective. I'm I'm not necessarily serving them. I'm I'm allowing myself to be distracted. And in this time, um, we're able to study. Daniel and I are both able to study and 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 uh, give ourselves to prayer and doing this. Also, it's twelve fifteen in the afternoon. Like normally, people would be going to lunch right now, or working at work or sitting working at their desk at work. Yeah, yeah. And so, like we're able to do these things and prayerfully, we're we're remaining obedient and and keeping ourselves in that well balanced mind. And so it's, I mean, it's tough because you have pressures from my parents, from her parents are just like, Hey, like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> this isn't what it's supposed to look like. And You're adults. Adults work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that leads me to verse eight, second Timothy chapter one, verse eight, it says, so do not be ashamed to testify about our Lord or about me, his prisoner. This is Paul talking to Timothy in chains, but with me. Take your share of sufferings for the gospel. Continue to preach regardless of the circumstances and according to the power of God, for his power is invincible. <clears throat> so in that, um, like I said, I didn't want y'all in my business because I'm 27 <laughs> years old and I'm living in my parents' house with a pregnant wife and I don't have a, a, a full-time job or a part-time job or a job that pays, a job that pays money. money, real money. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because like I tried to get on Rover and I had one person who was gonna they were they were steady, like it was gonna be steady. And then she's like, Well, I'm moving back to South Carolina, so um this is it. And that was like for a week and a half. Um, literally can't do anything. I've had a job. I I 
I literally was told I had the job, but I've yet to start. Yeah, yeah. And it's been what a month. Yeah, about a month. Man. A month, and I mean, and all I can tell Marquise is, you know, I really believe that God just really wants, not really wants, but He insists <laughs> that He will get the glory from however we walk out of this situation and it's not necessarily that it's such a terrible situation it's just that it's not lining up with what the world thinks a 27 year old man should be living like yeah and i mean like yeah like she said it's not a terrible situation like um i'm making some of the best food that i've ever been able to make (laughs) (laughs) like straight up i love cooking for for those who don't know but um I am able to take care of my wife in ways that I never would have imagined. I'm able to give back to my parents for all the times that they've sacrificed for me. And I mean, all of our bills are still being paid. So I think things are, things could be much worse, you know. Because I didn't, I mean, I literally, if I leave the house, even just once to go to the grocery store, when I get back, I need a nap. So it's not like I can have any kind of job. No. Although, you know, because most women are looking at me like, yeah, well, I worked through my pregnancy. I worked out during my pregnancy. I'm like, well, this is different. I've never seen somebody throw up so many times (laughs) in one day. Like, food poisoning has nothing on what I've seen recently. It is indescribable. Like, there's been times where I've been literally afraid of speaking because I don't know if her answer is going to involve throwing up or not. And it's just like, you know, I'm just glad that I can be here. If you need me, I can do anything for you. And so that's been really cool. Um, it's, it's. And, and seeing the girls. Yeah. It's, it's strangely rewarding because watching them, um, even the people who have been around my parents for a couple of years since they've had the girls, like they have commented on, the difference that the girls and in, in their actions and the way they act, the way they behave. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's cool. Cause like I'm helping with homework. <laughs> so we're learning the rules again about silent ease, making the vows along and stuff like that, watching them grow in and reading and the math skills, going from a choppy reader to a fluent reader. And, and now doing your, your times tables in your head is just, also seeing how YouTube affects their oh whole lifestyle, how they think, what they think fun is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's amazing to hear how a seven and nine year old think they should be living compared to like how blessed they are. Like yeah. you, feel, yeah. you are yeah. so blessed, but you watching people on YouTube live their lives. <laughs> like that's crazy to me. Yeah. It's something else. And so. I just it's it's interesting yeah yeah yeah, because we didn't ah, know no idea this this, things have changed since I was a kid (laughs) I know people say it all the time but like you don't really have any idea until you witness it firsthand what it's like being around them all day every day okay so um moving forward and kind of taking a step back in what Danielle said with uh, this life isn't looking like what others would have expected a 27-year-old to look like. Verse 9 says, For he delivered us and saved us and called us with a holy calling, a calling that leads to a consecrated life, a life set apart, a life of purpose. 
Um, I'm going to end the, the verse right there, but it, it continues. But that part in particular, the life that's set apart, it's so hard to live a life that's set apart when there are so many people looking at you and just like uh, asking questions. Yeah. And... and these are people both in the world and, and people in the faith as well. It's just like we've never seen this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't really, it's, it's, I don't know what to say. And, and it's hard to want to talk to people and it's hard to want to do this because it's so contrary to, um, what everybody else expects and what everybody else is doing. And, um, I mean, it's easy to feel so left out and so isolated. Yes. And so just like, um, am I doing it right? Is this really what you, what I you found want? myself thinking about it now, I find myself almost defensive. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not your, this is not your life. You don't get to portray your, or project, you know, what you think we should be doing just because you had to do it yeah. or you're doing it. Mm -hmm. We, we know with everything in us that God, God's got us. Yeah. And I mean, truth be told, like for me personally, I tell Marquise every day, I'm not worried. I am not worried. Not just because of, you know, our situation is pretty good, but because I know the God I serve and I know that he didn't call us out here to struggle and starve and then raise a child to do the same. Yeah. Uh, it's super funny that she said that because we're going to jump down to verse 12 and it says, this is why I suffer as I do. Still, I am not ashamed for I know him. I am personally acquainted with him whom I have believed with absolute trust and confidence in him and in the truth of his deity. I am persuaded beyond any doubt that he is able to guard that which I have entrusted to him until that day when I stand before him. And so earlier I was telling you how I mean, my prayer is, is I, I, got, I give it all to you. I surrender my entire life to you. I moved up here to um, do your will, to please you. And so me giving everything to you means I'm giving you my job, my career. I'm giving you my family, my unborn child. I'm giving you everything that I have. Um, and because I, I have walked with you, I have walked in your word. You have showed me your hand move in so many different ways. I can trust you. I have confidence in you that you did not leave me. You did not bring me here to leave me here. Like this is literally, this is a pit stop in the journey that you have for us. There's something here that we need to be grasping. I know so that you can continue to move in the way that you've called us or in the way that you, that you've planned on. And so it's, um, it's crazy because I, I wake up and I'm, I, I start to pray and I start to pray and I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm not going to say I don't have a job anymore. I'm going to say I have a job. I just haven't started working yet. Um, I'm going to say, or I, I pray that, all right, Lord, I, boy or girl, I just thank you for this healthy child, um, beautiful, healthy child who's going to be smart or not just smart, intelligent, and he's going to follow he or she. I say <laughs> he because, you know, I'm praying for a boy, a team boy over here, but um, he's going to follow you. His life is going to be guided by your word and, and the things that Danielle and I have written down to share with him. 
he is going to know that we know you. Therefore, he can know you. He can trust you. And so I, I, I give it all to you because I trust you. There, There is no other explanation besides the fact that I have put all of this on the line for you. And you have literally yet to fail me or leave me. And so, um, yeah, my confidence is, is in that right there. And it's funny. There's a song, Greatest or your promise still stands great as your confidence. Um, you've never failed me yet. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it, it, it's, it's tough walking it out. But Paul says that I will not be ashamed. And so I'm really taking that and moving forward. I won't be ashamed at the fact that we are, I, it's hard to call this suffering because I've seen suffering and this isn't it. Like, mm-hmm. it, this is just a bit uncomfortable. But to put it in perspective, we went from living on our own, eat. I mean, we ate out probably at least four times a week. Went to the movies whenever my heart desired. You know, I mean, we were doing grown folk things. Like, grown we, folk was money, like we were doing it. Yeah. I mean, all, all the way grown. Just yeah. whatever, whenever, however. And now we are back in his parents' house. We have to always look, almost look presentable. We have to, (laughs) you know, I'm sure that they might not say it, but they expect us to be up at a certain time, Mm. moving around. Um, Of course, helping with dishes. Like, I don't want to do dishes every day. He didn't, uh, rarely, he rarely did dishes when we lived alone. Like, it was, he cooked. I cleaned, and that's just how it was. And it was a one-story, one-floor, like, 1,400-square-foot, like... I can sweep, I can vacuum in one day. Easily. Here, it's like, well, I vacuumed that one room, and I'm tired. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm done for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, there's six of us here. Yep. You know, so it's always something. It's never a dull moment. Ever. There's never nothing to do. So to always have, and then me personally, one of my sufferings is that it's his parents. So I don't don't know them like I know my parents. So you know what I mean? So he can kind of read their mind and know like, oh, they didn't like, they don't like this. They don't like that. I don't know that. I'm blind. Yeah, just doing what I know how to do when I can. And so that's something that I, I really struggled with for a while. I was just like, well, I don't know how to make them happy. You know, <laughs> like I, I don't know how to live in this house. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up here. Yeah. Um, so that that was something new. And then <laughs> trying to learn the girls, you know, being a new aunt, and then also, I have never been an aunt, so I don't want to be the mean, nasty aunt that you know they don't like. But then also, I have to do what God called me to do, and show them how to be young, yeah, respectable women. women. Yeah, young ladies who honor God in all they do, which means that sometimes I have to tell them no. A lot. A lot because they asked for the entire universe on a silver platter every single day. And I'm like, that's just not how I grew up. That's unrealistic thinking. So no, even if you are fully capable of getting what you're asking for, I'm just going to tell you no, because you need to hear no. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
And in this household, at least from knowing my husband, that's not a common situation. I hate the word. (laughs) Not like they gave me every single thing when I was younger, but I obviously I don't like to hear no. So I didn't get told no often or I found a way around it. Either way, they're not doing it. And they live with their grandparents, you know, so grandparents are supposed to give them everything. So I can kind of understand, you know, how they look at me like, here she go. (laughs) Here she comes with this no again. But I have to tell them no, because once they get to high, even high school, and they realize that people just don't, I don't know, become what they want them to become, their feelings are going to be hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sorry, to, mm-hmm. but just to like round this out, uh, verse 14 says, guard with the greatest care and keep unchanged the treasure, that precious truth, which has been entrusted to you. That is the good news about salvation through personal faith in Jesus in Christ Jesus, through the help of the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. And so that is honestly, that's what pushed me to tell Danielle, like, hey, we need to do this today. Um, yeah, this, this podcast today, because this is the good news about salvation. We, we are struggling, we're suffering, we are going through life, but we also have a personal faith in Christ Jesus and it is through him and with guidance of the Holy Spirit that we are able to one, make this podcast a thing and kind of be that light in the darkness about being ashamed and of what you're going through, but also, just in general, I mean, living life through the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, through Christ is something that we all need to work on. We all need to strive to do and um, share what Christ is doing. Yeah. Without being ashamed. I mean, none of us can judge any anybody else because we're all going through something. It just looks a little bit different. You know, I just thought about it, but you wouldn't have um, the need or, and the desire to truly have a relationship with Christ if you didn't have a need that only he can meet. Yeah. So at the time, regardless of what it is, if you, if you think it's so small, you know, um, I don't know, name something small, it, lying, <laughs> lying or, or, or being afraid to speak um, in front of people, whatever your situation is it doesn't have to be as big as moving in with your parents Mm -hmm. and helping them in such a grand way you need christ to help you overcome that situation and in order for people to see that power because if you look at the world people really do need to see that christ is still is still powerful yeah so actively working right um but without us saying hey man you know this is what I was going through, am going through, but this is what I'm trusting and believing God to do in this situation. People are able to see that, one, there are still true believers out there. Mm-hmm. Two, that God still really is moving. And three, that we do really overcome by our testimony. Yep. Like, y'all are going to be so excited whenever all of this, whenever this season of life is over and we're reaping the harvest of the things that we've been sowing, it's, it's 
we're trusting God that it's going to blow our own minds. And so mm-hmm. we being in the situation and you hearing about it, y'all, y'all are going to be just as excited as we are. You know, exceedingly abundantly. More than I can ask or think. All right, my love, would you pray us out? Or... Mm-hmm. Father God, I thank you for this time together, God. I pray that each and every person that listens... Um, truly gets a revelation from you and hears your spirit speaking through us, oh God. I thank you, Father God, for the revelation and insight that you have given us as we are walking in our obedience, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Love y'all.